0: All right, here we go. Welcome, everyone, to the Mid-Level Show. Uh, We are so excited to be back this week. Uh, As you may know, uh, a quick description of what this show is all about. Uh, Every week, Dr. Rogers puts out a, a doctor's note and a dictations podcast. And on this show, we get our team, we get the people inside of the Performance Medicine's offices who are seeing patients, and we go over that note to give you guys... The audience, um, different perspectives. Uh, we dive a little bit deeper, we see where um, maybe things that stood out to us, things like that. Uh, so so this week it was on uh, the book uh, Breath" by James Nestor, uh, which was a really interesting subject and something that I know Dr. Rogers has been thinking a lot about. Uh, for a while now. And, and we just decided to, to start talking about it. So I, I kind of just want first impressions from you guys. And I'll, I'll start with Amber. You know, we talked a little bit before about some of the dealings you've had with your kids, because uh, there was something in the note about uh, facial structures, bone structures. What was kind of your key takeaway uh, in terms of just practical use in your own home?
1: Well, this was very a new concept to me in some ways. My only history with this whole breathing um, idea was my uh, husband's uncle is a dentist in Nashville. And so we've had several conversations about mouth breathing and its association with um, sleep apnea and for kids even like ADD and um, other because of oxygenation to the brain and you have so much better oxygenation when you're breathing through your nose than your mouth and even kids who are waking up in the night if they're waking up at the same time they may be experiencing a type of apnea from breathing with their mouth open um, so taking that with Dr. Rogers I literally was in my my kids' rooms last night before bed, like getting really close and, you know, seeing if their mouth is closed, like if their mouth was open, like putting my hand in front <laughs> because what are the next steps? And there actually are if you if your kid's a mouth breather, there um there's lots of them, um, not a ton in our area, Kingsport, but not too far off where there's um it's like an occupational therapy type uh ordeal to if you if you are concerned about your kid being a mouth breather because they it's been associated with Um, certain complications down the road. So it's something to consider and to look into.
0: Um, Kara, what's your thoughts? You know, Amber just mentioned uh, sleep apnea, and I know Dr. Rogers mentioned uh, this as being something that, you know, could be a replacement for getting on a CPAP. Uh, What were some things you took away from it, Kara? Well, I think Amber brings up a good point about
2: the mouth breathing versus nose breathing Patients with allergies, nasal congestion, um, they have a difficult time breathing through um, their nose. And so it's very important um, to manage your allergies. Um, Snoring is another thing um, to be aware of. So um, just to add on to what Amber was saying. That's interesting.
0: I just have to ask you, Kara, because I know I know Doctor Rogers is in your office today. Uh, what's the what's the craziness level over there? How how are you doing with Doctor Rogers in the Knoxville office today?
2: Actually, it's been it's been great. Uh, he's in with the patient right now, and there's another one waiting. But never a dull moment here never, for sure. That's right. That's
0: <laughs> right. And and Fran knows yeah. all about that. Uh, being in the Johnson City office, uh, Fran, you mentioned um, before before we started recording. Uh, the, the fascination you had with the correlation the book talks about with nose breathing and weight loss. Uh, just give me your, your quick thoughts on that. I, uh, I, I don't think it's a quick fix, but, man, that would be super cool if you could breathe off, breathe off weight.
3: Yeah, I mean, I was just kind of shocked to read that, that he was saying that you need carbon, carbon dioxide. The more carbon dioxide you're getting, I think, rid of, he said, that's, that's actually how you lose weight. And so that it's more of a lung function than anything else. And I just thought that was uh, kind of fascinating. I've never looked at weight loss that way before in my life. Um, but it makes sense because, you know, when you go to yoga, people lose weight and you do all that deep breathing. Um, so I, I think it's fascinating.
0: Yeah, I, I really, the thing that caught me was the, the idea that, retaining carbon dioxide being a good thing um, so he talks about you know oxygen is life um, we certainly we breathe in oxygen and then we breathe out carbon dioxide and you know retaining that and keeping that inside is actually uh, he talks about it being a hormone and, and Andy why don't you jump in there uh, did you realize that carbon dioxide was a hormone because I I certainly didn't
4: uh, no not at all. Of that. <laughs> No, all definitely new to me. Hormones send signals and and make changes to receptors. And so um, definitely new to me on the carbon dioxide thing. I, I do agree with Fran, though. When we think about yoga, slow breathing, losing weight, being centered, having mindfulness, I actually was trying to read up on this. This is something that I didn't know a ton about. And we often ask our patients in the room, hey, how's your gut doing? I have not once in a year of practice said, how is your breathing? Do you breathe slowly? And that's something that I'm going to implement now in the room. But I found, too, that uh, this has been a long studied practice. If you think about incantations with monks, and they do those really long like incantations where they take one big breath and spit out a bunch of words, that's practicing slow breathing that's that to me they said that they may have been ahead of their time with just how useful the technique of slow breathing is and it stimulates the vagus nerve right here in the chest and the vagus nerve stimulates rest and digest the more we expand and the slower a vasal nerve massage a vagal massage or vasovagaling is decreasing your blood pressure decreasing your heart rate for most of us that's a good thing so that's something that i'll definitely start. asking about in the room. I thought this is a great note.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. You said that about the, the blood pressure. And, you know, one of the comments we got on Facebook, uh, as we're starting to, uh, push this piece of content out was, does this idea of nose breathing help with anxiety? And, uh, that's been the, the, you know, probably the, the thing that's, um, that I've noticed the most, cause I've, I've been trying to practice nose breathing, uh, while exercising and, and, and while just, uh, just trying to be aware of it, um, to be honest, and, and I've noticed much, uh, much less tightening of, a, of the chest, and it, you know, the idea of, of less breath has really um, helped me in a weird way. I, I don't know, Amber, what's your what's your thoughts on that in terms of, you know, when somebody's coming in um, for hormones or you know, just experiencing the type of thing that we see. How how do you think this breath stuff relates to that you know and and just a in everyday kind of situation
1: well do you know how long five and a half seconds is because when he said I was singing, I could start I'm like I'm like it's only three seconds okay it's in five seconds like and then you breathe out and I can do it but you have to be extremely conscious of it and Definitely not in my everyday, or in in, I would say the average patients every day. Do we slow down enough to really focus on breathing? And when you do that, because a lot of the patients we see are having are stressed, you know, whether we're seeing them for hormones or blood pressure or whatever we're doing, Um, and so really focusing on their breathing and slowing down, and even setting a timer and practicing five seconds, five and a half, five and a half. it's going to make you slow down in other ways too. Help decrease stress. You know, focusing on that breathing and and really slowing down to focus on that is beneficial.
0: Kara, uh, you know, with with your background in allergy and and sinuses, is that something that that you've talked to patients about? in, in terms of sinuses, the way I took it was that you can actually. Open up your nasal passageways by by forcing, by just focusing on breathing through your nose. What's your thoughts on that? Just based on on the experience you have with allergy.
2: Um, well, there are different um, things that can cause difficulty breathing through your nose. It can be just the way you're made. Sometimes it's somebody's anatomy. It can be a previous injury, uh, maybe playing softball or baseball when they were younger. And so sometimes it's structural where they can't breathe, um, through their nose very well. And, um, Um, so it's just really an evaluation of, um, making sure that their nose is patent and that they are able to take, um, deep breaths. We can also use nose spray for that and, um, just manage allergies better. It's also, uh, breathing's also important for asthmatic patients. You know, this Um, for them that have trouble breathing and um, especially everybody's been wearing a mask now. And um, so I think it's important for everybody.
0: Yeah. I, I I do find it fascinating. What was, what was mentioned in the book about uh, being able to reverse asthma by focusing on, on nose breathing. And, and I just, I get that, that really uh, interests me. Anything that that's within my control, um, you know, Fran, what do you think? You know, there's a, a quote that he mentioned in, in this note that's from the book about you can you can eat right. You can exercise right. You can do all these things. But if you're not breathing properly, you're not going to get the full benefit. Um, when you read that, did were you, did your eyes widen? Like, what was your thoughts about that? It's
3: like, oh no, one more thing I have to do. <laughs> now I have to breathe right too. So all day long I'm thinking, oh my gosh, do my mouth breather. Oh no, oh no. Like last night I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm like, I'm breathing through my mouth. <laughs> so one more thing to worry about that I need to correct. Um, but I, I am fascinated by, I think I have used this technique in doctor's offices because I tend to get, hypertension and you know oh my blood pressure is always through the roof and I know I can control it by sitting down and breathing and I think maybe we should be incorporating that when we get a high reading on someone and they you know they want to bring it down nobody wants their blood pressure high before you jump to medication just give them the exercise let's have you sit here for five minutes and breathe and then let's take it again and it, Mm -hmm. it just shows you the control that you have and you take that second blood pressure.
0: Have you heard of, uh, I'm sure you guys have, it's called the, the white coat, uh, white coat blood pressure reading or whatever. Uh, I'll never forget. Yeah. I, I think I told care about this cause I, I just came from the dentist to the office and, um, and the dentist before I got a teeth cleaning, they took my blood pressure and my blood pressure was through the roof. Um, and Andy knows this, that I, you know, I have a, I don't think it's a, a healthy fear, but a fear of the dentist, and taking the blood pressure right before someone's getting ready to, uh, clean my teeth is, is not a good idea, but, uh, I, I found that interesting. Hey, Andy, what's your, what's your thoughts on that? You, you mentioned blood pressure before. Um, it seems like, it seems like you might actually get more out more out of the visit. If you, if you can get somebody more relaxed just through their breathing.
4: Yeah, and too Ben, we got to work on this dentist thing with you, okay? The dentist is your friend. You've got cleanings <laughs> more than once every three years. Maybe you won't be as scared, okay? I think that's a you thing. That's I true.
0: That's- it's it's definitely a Ben thing. It is it is a Ben problem.
4: Oh, they're trying to help you. They're not trying to hurt you. Fish are friends, not food, okay? <laughs> uh-uh. I, yes, I think I forgot your question then.
0: (laughs) Well, well, you you mentioned blood pressure and, and Fran was talking about just, it might be helpful in a visit, you know, before you, you judge that first reading to, 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 I guess, explain to them some of these breathing techniques that could bring it down. It could give you a more accurate idea of where their health is at. And it's not just because they're, they're at, they're at performance medicine, getting ready to get a visit, you know, um, it, it could be altered just based on the situation.
4: Yes. Uh, white Co-hypertension happens all the time, but I think uh, it's going back to basics. I think you make a great point, Fran. It's breathing. One more thing I have to worry about. It's like, that's something we do upwards of, I think I read an it's like 23,000 times. Like I I, I think that's that, hey, but we breathe a lot and take it for granted. And if you maximize that is one thing too, where patients are like five not in my control. Hormones aren't in my control. My diabetes is not in my control. Breathing is definitely in your control. Then I would, unless we're later, I would say it's in everyone's control. So that is something we can all practice literally right now. And, and two, it just, it bringing it back to mindfulness and this mind, body, spirit thing, I think it has way more benefits than just lowering blood pressure for that particular reading. But you're right, we should we should be of giving enough time from sped through doctors' offices. I mean, we're sped through them. So it's something. Yeah, pre- I,
0: yeah I, I think the, the the thing the big thing I took away is is like you said, Andy, just the sense of control that we have over our breathing and and the impact it could have on our overall health. If it's going to make everything uh, work better for me, then and it's something that I can practice every day. Um, you know, Kara, you might want to coach everybody in the Knoxville office today with dad being there, uh, breathe, breathe five, in, five point five seconds in five point five seconds.
2: In. <laughs> and, and, you know, tying into what. He will, um, uh, say, that one, about say that one more, say that one
0: more, hold on one second, Kara. You you broke up one second. Um, go, go back and say, say Sorry. what you were saying.
2: So tying into what Andy said about mindfulness, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Rogers will talk about meditation and he'll talk about yoga and this biofeedback, which I think, you know, we've been referring to. Um, so those are all things that really get us to focus on where we are and focus on our breathing and um, relaxation and things like that. So all those can be used uh, to with the white coat that we've been talking about.
0: And it's interesting how it all kind of ties back to, to hormones, um, carbon dioxide acting and and being a hormone, you know, and, and hormones being what we specialize in, like, it's just, it's fascinating the role hormones play in our overall health. Uh, it's, I know it's a huge reason why you guys are, are working here and, and kind of spreading this message to all of our patients. Uh, but the the impact is just unbelievable, and um, so we're going to have to wrap up here in the next couple of minutes. Let's do one quick rundown. Uh, Amber, what's your final final takeaway from this note for for the listeners out there?
1: Just focus on your breathing and be mindful of of how you're breathing and slow down.
0: Slow down. I, I like it, Kara, What what's your what's your final takeaway?
1: I I agree with
2: uh, Amber. Um, about just being able to focus on your breathing and um, mindfulness too. I agree.
0: Fran, what's your what's your thoughts, uh, final thoughts on the doctor's note uh, with the weight loss correlation? What do, what do you think?
3: Just, just one more thing that so much of your health actually is in your control, and there are things you can do to move in the right direction. So come into performance medicine. We'll test whatever we can and try to get you moving in the right direction with your health.
0: Love it. I love it. Andy, what's it could your- be Something as simple as breathing. That's right. That's right. Andy, what's your final takeaway?
4: Um, I, I I agree with what everyone's just said too. We, we notice like slow breathing, but breathing through your nose, your nose is a filter. It's meant to be filtering the things that are going through your, your mouth. is meant to be eating. Even though it connects to the bronchial tubes going into your lungs, it's mainly for the esophagus going down into your stomach. So breathing through your nose is a filter that's a good thing um but i have i have a timer i think we should i think we should all breathe in for five seconds and see how actually how long it takes and do five and a half seconds in hold for five and a half seconds and push out for five and a half seconds and hold and just see actually how long that is because it's a lot i'm with amber i tried earlier and i was like
0: well, yeah. I was like, it takes forever. So I think we should all do it. Can and, we, Andy? We we got it. Let's do it, Andy. You do the timer. You you give us the go. Ready? And let's
4: go. We're gonna breathe in five and a half. Hold five and a half. Out five and a half. Hold and hold an out. And hold. I mean, that's one breath cycle.
0: I'm relaxed.
4: Right, it's, I feel like a nap. Hey, I just lost five pounds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Guys, t-
4: just came up to eleven hundred, and I lost five pounds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, to the listeners out there, breathe through your nose, not your mouth. Uh, uh, if you If you have a chance, go to our, our YouTube channel. The Dr. Rogers does a, a, a little explanation of the of the tape on your on your mouth if you're wanting to uh, nose breathe at night to stop snoring. Uh, which is super helpful. I, we've got some amazing feedback uh, from that, so go check that out. Uh, Amber in Kingsport, Karen in Knoxville, Fran in Johnson City, Andy in Johnson City. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time today uh, to hang out with us. Uh, to the listeners out there, thank you for hanging with us. And as always, uh, we will be, be back next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.
2: Have a good day. Great.
3: Thank you. That was awesome.